very good morning, good afternoon, good evening to all you beautiful listeners. I just wonder, when we talk about health, most of us first and foremost think about our weight, don't we? Yes, that's what I'm going to talk about in today's episode of Shadi Speaks Straight From Heart. You see, health, overall health, in a way has very little to do with our weight. I mean, it does. I know you can't be obese and be called a healthy person. But what we do is that we think it's all about maintaining that weight. We struggle to lose the weight, which I hate that sentence because uh, when you try to lose something, when you focus on it, that means mm, it just... um, if I talk about uh, the use of words and the power of them, then it just does have this negative connotation towards your brain and it really doesn't work. That's why most of us are so unsuccessful in losing weight. Anyway, let's not digress about why I am speaking today. I have spoken about one of my favorite books in the series that I spoke about books that was Ikigai. Now, it's fascinating how this word is being used so freely these days. And um, there is so much, so much that one can learn from this book, from the whole concept of Ikigai. Now, the concept of Ikigai, as most of us know by now, is Japanese secret to long and healthy life. Long and uh, healthy and happy life, I think or long and happy life, something like that. Now, the concept of Ikigai, however, is being used more as a purposeful life. Now, when, if you, all of you, those who have read the book, I'm sure you must have taken notes out of it, and you would observe the points which contribute to these people, these centurions who are living in the small town of Okinawa in Japan and why are they achieving Ikigai? Why are they having a long and happy life? Now the whole truth of health is that if you are mentally alright, you are okay physically. And vice versa, if you're okay physically, you are mentally fine. Now, according to me, out of my own personal experience, frankly speaking, how healthy your mental health is, is more important than your physical health in the sense. Okay, let me correct this. Um, If you have a healthy state of mind, you can push yourself to manage a healthier lifestyle, exercise routine, good diet, controlled food and everything so that you can achieve the physical health okay, that you desire. But when your mind is not in a good space, when you're mentally, you're stressed, when you're mentally in a space where you don't see 
any meaning to the day that you wake up to when you don't see any purpose to your life tomorrow when you don't see any love in your life and you have no gratitude for your life and so many other things that i'm going to discuss right now so if your mind is at that kind of a state in existing in this kind of a deep dark hole there is very little possibility that your physical health will even be good and if god has blessed you with some natural kind of a physical health it will be that you can't really improvise on it why because mentally you do not have the capacity to push yourself further to do any more for your physical health does that make sense so i would give more points to a mental health than physical health why because as i mentioned if you work on the mental health physical health gets under your control that's my thinking i'm more than happy to have a discussion with anybody who's willing to um come on and tell me why they don't agree with me um now going back to this concept of ikigai when you go through this book when you there's lots of youtube videos as well uh, you can google you can go on youtube and find out and it's very visual and very beautiful of course the serene beauty of the small town that is beyond uh, you know uh, doubt the main reason for that kind of a healthy mental and physical health that those people have i would say we people in this today's world we are stuck in concrete worlds that we have created for ourselves you know i lived in uh, uh, maharashtra india those who are indians they know it's like mumbai pune and then i shifted to delhi and one of the things that i have appreciated most in delhi uh, has been the fact that there are lots of uh, you know local parks and um, the best is that all pet dogs are allowed in all the parks yeah so chloe and myself we have a good time uh, getting into these parks and enjoying some greenery which i missed terribly when i was in uh, mumbai because mumbai is kind of a concrete jungle and uh, <clears throat> even though there was a seaside but that was it i mean that was the only place mm, you wouldn't see many trees greenery and i just love love the greens so speaking of okinawa being so beautiful and so serene and so peaceful and so green but the points that one reads in that book if you just start noticing your own life and comparing how we live today most of us most of us including myself and how those people live it's no wonder that they live 100 plus and we don't <laughs> as i said point 1 we live in a concrete jungle most of us we do not have either the time or the uh, you know the opportunity to get into nature more often uh, we a lot of us have to take out time from offices you know and make plans for a long weekend to go somewhere drive somewhere go somewhere into the nature to enjoy nature whereas people uh, who live in small towns especially with the beauty of japan so they just they're just living in the heart of nature oxygen fresh air the sound of the birds and um if you read about it okinawa does not ha- allow vehicles so most of them uh, cycle around the place or take the bus or walk from one place to another so that not only takes care of the um 
pollution of the city not only takes care of uh, this uh, you know the peace and uh, um, you know the noise pollution it also takes care of their physical activities so if we are not encouraged to walk from one place to another we don't we don't tend to do it right i remember living in a smaller city um for many years in india and uh, pune is famous for two wheelers so i always observed that if somebody would want to go down the road that means like it's like 150 meters walk they would still hop you know just jump on a two wheeler because it was very easy and they wouldn't walk that's how it works that's how it works in our societies right that's how we are so used to our um our facilities that we have uh, created for ourselves which is fantastic yes it's about growth it's lovely that we have uh progress to this extent but are we killing ourselves along the way are you one of those who will refuse to walk down the road to pick up something and you would rather jump in your car or would, if it's not car is not that you just avoid going totally in uh, india right now in delhi you will not believe even my vegetables are coming to my door the vendor comes at my door and rings the bell and all i've got to do is step out of my gate that's that's the limit of my exercise if i do not make it a conscious effort to get out and do some physical activity um the conveniences we have created for ourselves are so easy today we have uh, amazon prime and not a, just with a simple order you get your stuff next day you don't even have to go to a supermarket you know even the walk inside a supermarket is no more necessary for us so you see being active is what keeps us healthy most of us believe that it's got yeah so do we have to go to a gym do we have to spend money on our health yes i mean if you can fantastic but if that is a uh, you know stumbling block for you if you don't have the money for it if you don't have the time for it then what is going to it's not going to help you just to have a membership just be active daily routine daily life we all can be active and it begins with a simple doing stuff within your own house household i mean especially in india people are so dependent on the housekeepers or the maids whatever you want to call them or the helping hands that they have available in this country to the extent that walking from the bedroom to the kitchen is not really necessary or if you are working from home and you are at your desk you don't have to get up and get your own, own cup of tea somebody will bring it for you but believe it or not every little step helps in improving your health and you know it's don't take the uh, you know lift don't take the escalator take the steps walk down to the shop to pick up your milk uh, if you're working from home if you're sitting at a desk uh, make a few trips to the kitchen time and again or just check uh outside the window just 
keep yourself in movement body in motion remember it is very very important for us to be active so people in okinawa one of the main uh, you know um secrets of their healthy happy life was their active life to whatever age they were up to whatever age they were why because that was the they had created a kind of a lifestyle as i said they would not have cars they would cycle they would walk and uh, also they would grow their own veggies so that would keep them active to pick up um, their vegetables to you know nourish and take care of their garden i know i know we all don't have that uh, neither the space in this today's lifestyle nor probably the time to have a home garden at the back maybe we don't have the space maybe most of us live in apartments i get it okay you can't do that we can't do that i can't do that but we can do our best to stay as active as we can and by choice please everything is a choice i can come up with a million excuses why i don't want to move from my space or why i can't or why it's hot it's sunny i don't want to go down the road i'm i'm already in my home clothes i don't want to change uh, i have to pick up a call um oh there are so many excuses we are brilliant when it comes to coming up with excuses for ourselves you know for our actions and um but who's going to you know bear the brunt Mm-mm, truly yours so might as well might as well make a choice that's good for me so let all of us pledge to make choices that are good for us yes so talking more on the uh, you know concept of ikigai and how these uh, amazing japanese uh, um citizens of okinawa mostly live over 100 and happily so like they're struggling they are happily healthily living a long life so as i said activity their lifestyle the greenery and the serenity of the surrounding the oxygen that is available to them the fresh air that is available to them and also of course i said they have homegrown veggies eight portions of fruits and vegetables is a must in their lifestyle can you imagine that do any of us do that very few i'm sure there will be some i i attempt i try but to be very honest i don't think eight portions i don't think so it happens eight portions but i try so we all we all have to be aware of what we eat of course having homegrown veggies and buying it from a veggie vegetable vendor is not exactly the same but okay i can't have the homegrown so at least i get the best and uh, you know veggies that i can and you know of course wash them very thoroughly because these days we have a lot of pesticides or hormonally grown uh, fruits and veggies so um, i mean of course the hormonally grown we can't do much about them but we can just make sure that our vendors are good and um, you know uh, trustworthy and eight portions of fruits and vegetables a must 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 then what i love the most when you read this book or when you watch the videos the key to their happiness is connection 
if you watch these old ladies and gents you see them connecting and not only connecting with their own age group they connect with the youngsters they are constantly smiling they have they feel this sense of belonging to the community so the community is very closely knitted and that is one of the major reasons for them to have this feeling of purpose every day that would get up because they have a reason to meet to visit they have visitors coming they go to visit people they spend quality time with one another and also as i said spending time with youngsters this is something that i really don't see in our country here because oh I don't know. There's this thing of I'm too old for this, but uh, I can't be doing that now. You guys go ahead. We are too old for that. I never hear my father say that. Rarely ever. Oh, okay. He's he's got a problem walking too much. So the in um, the last time we wanted to go to New York, he turned around and said, "I'm going to slow you guys down because I can't walk in New York. You've got to walk a lot." And yeah, I I got him. But. No, most of the activities, most of the fun part, most of the movies and the outings and you know the um, fun stuff that we want to do is very much a central part of it. And he's almost eight years old now, so you see that keeps him lively, that keeps him uh, purposeful, that makes him feel that he is still a contributory uh, factor to our lives, which which is the ikigai. What do you think? Shouldn't we be living only long lives or happy healthy long lives? And what is it that you're ready to do? See so many youngsters including myself a decade ago I would say oh I don't want to live that long forget it. And that said about how cynical I was, how purposeless I was, how I really didn't have a mojo for life because I didn't want to be even thinking of living that long to think whether I should be healthy and happy and old or just old and die. So um let's not be there. Let's not be there. Let's work hard not to be there. Let's find our mojo. Let's find that ikigai. Let's find a purpose. And how do you do that? not particularly by sitting and saying okay what's my purpose yeah we do a lot of work on purpose and there's a lot you can do but even simply changing your lifestyle towards something that is satisfying that has beauty and connection and a healthy lifestyle and walks and music and singing oh my god i love the fact that if you watch the move, videos on uh, uh, okinawa families you see how much they spend time in singing and uh, dancing old people it's so beautiful it's so amazing the young and the old sitting together and dancing and singing and playing instruments music can really 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 change how you feel about your surrounding and about yourself yeah i'm not saying uh, you know there's a tendency in some communities uh, uh, i would say iranians are uh, guilty of that they have a tendency to hear more of melancholic songs you know ah uh, if you're going to feel down with it please don't do it but if it doesn't affect you fantastic any music is melody and it's beautiful i personally 
when I was younger I would just get into gloom and doom when I would hear you know the uh, melancholic Persian songs but I know more I know more I don't I, I just listen to them as melodies as beautiful um, you know vibrations that make me feel nice and I don't really connect myself I guess I've got too much of positive in me these days to get into a negative with the music but if please listen to a music that picks you up something that gives you um, a vibration running through you that makes you feel I want to live something that makes you smile something that makes you you know move and shake and feel in motion and in in energy and uh, all the zest and joy of living oh my god nature walk and more than anything else I think lack of sleep is another important part of lack of health in our society today many of us really really do not sleep enough now it's interesting i was listening to sadguru ji the other day and i really love the man he speaks so beautifully he really believes sleeping is a waste of time according to him eight hours of sleep is too much because that way you'll be asleep half of your life i really love that uh, you know it's in fact my my father is the person who always says sleeping is a waste of time but uh, as much as it is a beautiful attitude and he's got all the energy in the world to speak that way but we all know that sleep and we sleep we rejuvenate all our cells and um, when you sleep um, um, you know you're you're kind of like re uh, recharging your batteries so you need to have a good night's sleep also uh, a lot of scientific proof that uh, extended lack of sleep can end up in probably alzheimer parkinsons a lot of other you know neurological uh, diseases towards the end of one's life which i don't want to give bad news here but these are some proven facts by scientists so let's just not discredit all that they have said at the same time we know that if you are managing your life healthily with five hours of sleep you are healthy you are on the go you are mentally very clear you don't have foggy head you are not tired you don't have high bp or diabetes or cholesterol that means maybe your body requires that much sleep but overall speaking eight hours of good sleep i would say no matter how many hours you sleep you can sleep for 15 hours and still be um, you know be low and be uh, not uh, you know energetic enough for the next day but uh, which is unhealthy that itself but, <laughs> but what i want to say is long duration of sleep is not necessary the only uh, best sleep a good peaceful sleep is what we are talking about sleep that is uh, you know you kind of sleep and you wake up and you feel okay i am rested i am ready for this day that kind of sleep you are talking about and to get that you need to have a you know mental uh, peace you need to have activities before right going back to sleep before going back to, uh, going to sleep at night activities which are going to calm your mind get you into that mode not stressing about tomorrow not taking uh, not beating yourself up about what you did wrong today just go with activities of the day tell yourself i did my best i shall do better tomorrow set some good intentions for the next day probably one or two gratitudes for all the good things that happened today and what you're looking forward tomorrow and 
drift off to a peaceful sleep, telling yourself, I am going to wake up all uh, filled with energy and joy and zest for my day. It's interesting that I like to talk about uh, a very, very interesting book called The Man's Search for Meaning. I don't know how many of you would have read it, by, written by Viktor Frankl. He, he was a Jew psychiatrist and um, it's about his understanding of human beings while he was at a concentration camp. Now, one of the very, very... <clears throat> beautiful quotes is uh, when he says he who has a why to live for can he who has a why to live for can have anything almost anything without a how It's so touching when I remember, when I think of a person sitting in a concentration camp. I don't know how many of you have watched Schindler's List. It's crazy. Uh, It's so heartbreaking. I can't even, um, I did watch it a couple of times over the years, but it's heartbreaking, honestly. A man who, when he, when he arrived at Auschwitz and they took away all his manuscripts, which was his life's work, and they burnt it down. And that was his mojo, that was his ikigai, that was his purpose throughout the time he was in the camp, that he was going to rewrite everything again. So over the years that he was there, even when he was sick, he felt sick badly in the camp, but yet he just kept jotting down everything that he thought, all his observation, all his theories, so that his work would not be lost. So, it's, it's, um, I can't, I have to repeat what I said again, and, you know, Frankl cites one of uh, Nietzsche's famous aphorism, he who has a why to live for can bear with almost any how. Wow. Okay, I think I, I changed the words before. So this is the exact words. He who has a why to live for can bear with almost any how. Because what he noticed essentially is that during those camps with all the pain and all the crisis and all that was going on there only the people who had something to look forward to something that they wanted to accomplish outside of the camp something they were looking forward whether it was someone some aim some purpose something that they wanted to complete in life they were the ones who had this urge then they wanted to stay alive to get out of that place 
so every single one of us in life we need to have an ikigai we need to have a purpose right we need to feel that there is a tomorrow not to reach there i know a lot of us feel but what is my purpose what i i get a question all the time but what is my purpose since i'm talking about health here i'm not going to focus on what is the purpose that we are talking about i am talking about mental health and physical health so let's begin by changing a few things in our lifestyle so that we can maintain that healthy mind and body and then we can work on the purpose 100% we can surely work on the purpose but we begin with changing some stuff in our lifestyle okay this conversation has taken this episode is become a bit longer than i normally planned to make them but you know what this topic is so fascinating that the fact that so many of us live a an unhealthy lifestyle and we don't even realize it i'm not even getting into the drugs and the drinking and the um, you know the smoking and what not because that would probably go against many 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 people who listen to me but let's not even if we don't make drastic changes we all have those cheat days but let's just change a few simple things about being active it's about connecting with people about eating some good stuff about taking nature nature walks about uh, listening to good music going you know singing dancing about connecting with others and and the truth that if i can maintain my mental health i can maintain my physical health and of course vice versa to be interesting so i hope this episode has been you know as much fun for you listeners as it is for me and uh, have a great week ahead have a healthy life keep smiling keep active and remember we have been born to move to pros- progress to grow we are not made to be sitting in one place definitely not and um stay active stay smiling stay healthy until next time wherever you are i hope you are filled with joy love peace and happiness this is chow from me shadi